Hello and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is the second compilation story with episodes 4, 5, and 6. There's no white noise at the end, but I hope you enjoy it anyways. If you have any questions or comments, with your parents' permission, email me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. The link is in the description. Enjoy episode four. The class trip to Dinosaur Planet. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dad's Bedtime Stories. When we left off last night, you were on your way back from the dinosaur planet after leaving a portal on it so you could visit whenever you want. Just remember to get as comfortable as possible. Sink down into your bed. Get cozy with your blanket and your pillow. Close your eyes and just imagine yourself doing what the character in the story does. Beep, beep, beep. Alert, uh, you think. Why do you have to be so loud, you ask the spaceship. We are approaching Earth. Get ready, we will have to land soon. We only have ten more minutes for your robot replacement until he suddenly melts into a big pile of goo. Again, spaceship, I'm really not sure why you would design a robot that turns into a big pile of goo after that short period of time. I made a mistake, says the robot. Sorry. Uh, Don't worry about it. Okay, let's get back down to Earth. You watch through the view screen as Earth becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until it takes up your whole view. You watch as the ship passes through the Earth's atmosphere and then starts flying above the clouds. It dips down below the clouds and flies over a whole bunch of trees and forests and fields. And eventually, you see your house in the distance. The ship gently lands in your driveway. After getting out of the spaceship, your parents run out. Hey, where were you? I thought you were inside cleaning your room. Oh, uh, yeah, I probably was there, you say, but now I'm out here. Well, that makes perfect sense to your parents. Come on in. It's time to have dinner. You go in, but before you have dinner, you feel like you better go check on the robot. You walk towards your room, slowly open up the door, and that's where you see it. Hi there. Uh, hi. Whoa, you cleaned my room really, really well. I live to serve. Now, there's just one thing I really, 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 
really need to tell you before school tomorrow. It's very important. Oh yeah, what's that? I... Suddenly the robot starts to spark and pop, and then it just disintegrates into a big pile of goo on the ground. Ew. How am I going to clean that up? The spaceship, which has shrunk down and is sitting in your pocket, pops out. I'll take care of it. Okay. Thanks, spaceship. I'm going to go eat dinner. Your parents have made your favorite meal. You sit down at the kitchen table and you eat it slowly and carefully, tasting every bite. You remember what it tastes like and you enjoy it. When you're done, you go to bed. And the next morning you realize that you have to go to school. Oh, I wonder what it was that the robot was trying to tell me. Uh, I don't know. Oh well, I'm sure it couldn't be too important, you think? You head out the door, jump on the bus, and ride it all the way to school. When you arrive at school, you go inside and sit down in your class with all of your friends. The teacher arrives and says, Good morning, class. Today, we are going to hear our first presentation from our volunteer student. Hey, you, get up here. The teacher is looking directly at you. Me? You say? You want me to get up and do a presentation? Yes, of course! You volunteered yesterday. You were so excited about it. It was... It seemed like you'd had something very special planned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, you say. I just... Can I go to the washroom first? Oh, of course. Be right back. You run out of the room and go to the washroom. You pull the spaceship out of your pocket. Spaceship! What are we going to do? I was supposed to give some sort of amazing presentation, and I, I don't know how to give any kind of amazing presentation. I have an idea, says the spaceship. Uh, yeah, what's that? We could take your class to the dinosaur planet on a field trip, but it takes forever to get there. We can't do that today. Yes, we can. Remember, I put a portal in place. Yeah, but we didn't have the other portal, you say? Last night, I put the other portal in the shed outside your parents' house. You put another portal in the shed outside my parents' house? Well, like, the uh, spaceship... What are you talking about? Like, how would I get the whole class there? Don't worry, says the spaceship. I will take care of it. Okay, you say. I guess I trust you. You go back into your classroom. And you greet the class. Hey, class. Uh, today, we're gonna... Um... 
I'm going to do a presentation, and the presentation's going to be on dinosaurs. Uh, says the class. Uh, no, no, no. It'll be really exciting, you say. It's about dinosaurs and... And... And then you hear in your ear. Tell them to come outside for a field trip. And then you say to your class, we got to go outside to see what I'm talking about on a field trip. Come on out, everyone. Well, this is highly irregular, says the teacher, but I guess we better follow him. Come on, class, follow me. You and the class all walk outside. When you get there, you see a giant metal bus. Inside the bus is an incredibly strange-looking bus driver. The bus opens, and the driver steps up and says, Welcome to my bus. Come on in, kids. What is going on, you think? All of the kids get on the bus along with the teacher. You get on at the end, and you hear in your ear, Don't worry, Oliver. It's me, the spaceship. I've turned into a bus. And I created a holographic bus driver. Okay, that's really weird, but all right, good job. Where are we going now? We are going to drive to your house and go through the portal to the dinosaur world. Okay, let's get going. Suddenly the bus slams on the gas and it burns out of the parking lot as fast as it can go, swinging around the corner without even really looking. All of the kids on the bus cheer in excitement. Woo! This is so exciting! They say. The bus races down the road, jumping over hills, throwing the students without their seatbelts up into the air and then landing back on the bus. The bus driver brakes really hard and turns into your street. Soon he's approaching your house. He bursts into the driveway and then he hits a little button on the ceiling of the bus and you see the door to your shed open. Inside is a giant blue circle. Uh, Where are we going exactly? Uh, The teacher asks. I think we better take us back to the school. What's, What's that blue portal thingy? The bus driver flies right through the portal and suddenly you and all of the students are on the dinosaur planet. You look left and right, and you're surrounded by dinosaurs. Whoa, everyone says. Where are we? How how are you doing this? Oh, don't worry. It's just a a virtual reality thing I programmed in my shed. It's not real. Don't worry about it at all. Seriously, not real. Not real at all. Oh, well, this is still really cool. 
The bus tours around the dinosaur planet, showing the children long necks, triceratops, raptors, until suddenly they hear When they look out the front of the bus, they see a Tyrannosaurus Rex running straight for them with its mouth wide open, big enough to just about swallow the bus. The kids scream. We're all gonna die! Oh, don't worry, class. I'm sure we're perfectly safe, says the teacher in an accent that's ever-changing. Um... Yeah, we're totally safe, you say, because it's a virtual reality program. (laughs) Just before the Tyrannosaurus bites on the bus, the other Tyrannosaurus that you put the control collar on in your last visit jumps out and headbutts it out of the way. The bus screeches to a halt. And you and your class witness an amazing Tyrannosaurus battle. The two Tyrannosauruses, which I'm sure is the correct plural way to say it, start attacking each other. Your Tyrannosaurus jumps on top of the other one. The other one throws him off and hits him with the tail. Yours returns it with a tail whip that's much stronger and gets the Tyrannosaurus right in the eye. The Tyrannosaurus starts to cry and runs away weeping, afraid of your Tyrannosaurus. Your whole class cheers. All right, hey, let's get off the bus, one of them says. Let's go look at it. No, you say. You can't get off the bus. This is a virtual reality program. Um... And it's just about over. We have to head back right now. Driver, get to it. Yes, sir, says the driver in a very strange voice. The bus suddenly slams on the gas again, spins around in a circle, headed at full speed straight to the portal. It's bumping over terrain, swerving around rocks, off-roading. The kids on the bus are bumping up and down incredibly quickly. Suddenly it jumps through the portal, and you're transported back through your shed into your front yard. The bus keeps driving, swerves around the corner incredibly fast, down the road, jumping over hills, shooting up into the air, and landing with a hard thump as the kids jump up and fall back down onto their seats. It's a crazy ride until the bus swerves around and stops at the school and the door opens. Class, it's time to get out, says the teacher. Let's do it quickly. The teacher leads the class out and you go after her. You look back at the bus and say, Thanks, spaceship. That was amazing. The rest of your class can't stop talking about what a great field trip that was and how amazing your virtual reality presentation was. It was so cool, they say. I wish I could see that every day. You go back to class and the teacher starts talking about something, but honestly, you're feeling a little tired.
You put your head down on the desk, you close your eyes, and your eyelids feel incredibly heavy. You just let them shut. And you let all the noise around you just develop into background noise and drown it all out as you let yourself fall asleep. And now, if you're not asleep yet, we're going to listen to episode 5, The Alien Invasion. One day you wake up, you stretch and get out of bed, you go out to the living room, and you see that there's nobody else in your house. Where is everyone, you think? You look all over the place, but you can't find a single person. You run outside and look around, and you can't see anybody there either. There's no one in your neighborhood. There just doesn't seem to be anyone anywhere. Spaceship, are you here? Yes, I am. Spaceship flies up beside you, still in a tiny form. What's going on? There doesn't seem to be anyone here, Spaceship. Everyone seems to have run away. Where did they go? Says Spaceship. I don't know. I just woke up and nobody was here. Can we go look around? Sure we can. Do you want me to turn into a full-size Spaceship? Uh, yeah, turn into a full-size Spaceship. The spaceship glows a bright yellow color, and then it grows and grows and grows until it's full-sized. It lands on the ground, and the back hatch opens up. You climb inside the spaceship. You jump in the command chair and take off into the air. You fly all over your house around your neighborhood. You look everywhere and you can't see a single person. What's going on, spaceship? Scan for any life. Scanning. No life found. Where is everyone? I don't know. We need to find some sort of clue. Is there anything odd you can find? Anything anything sort of strange or anything your sensors will pick up? Let me check. Ah, I have discovered a giant spaceship in orbit. Correction, I have actually discovered several spaceships in orbit. It seems that each one is full of Billions of people. I believe aliens have abducted everyone on Earth. Except you, of course. Why wouldn't they have abducted me? It could be because of my magic. I had a shield over you at nighttime, just in case. Do you do that every night? You ask the spaceship. Yes, I do it every night. 
I'm very protective. Oh, okay. Well, I think we have to find a way to save them. How big are these spaceships? The spaceships are really, really big. Just think of a really big spaceship, and it is bigger than that. Wow, that is really big, you say to the spaceship. All right, well, we need to find a way to get all of the people back on Earth. I have an idea. I think I have located the main spaceship. We can sneak on board and use their controls to send the people back down to Earth. That's a good idea. How are we going to sneak on board, though? We're a giant spaceship. We can shrink down even when you are inside the spaceship. We can? Yes. We will just change size and become so small they don't detect us. Wow, that's a great idea. But what if somebody sees us flying around? We can also become invisible. Well, that's very convenient, you say. Very convenient indeed. Okay, let's go, spaceship. Uh, do the invisible thing now. Turning invisible. The spaceship turns invisible so no one from the outside could see it. Will they be able to detect us with, like, radar or anything? No, they probably don't use radar, but whatever they use, it should go right through us. How do you do that? Magic, says the spaceship. Oh, right, I forgot you're a magic spaceship. Okay, let's go. You fly up towards the main command ship, up, up above the Earth. You see the Earth down below you, and when you get up, you see a ship that looks like it's the size and shape of a moon. It's absolutely gigantic, and in the center of it is a giant laser-looking thing. Uh-oh, what's that laser for? The laser looks capable of destroying an entire planet. It is likely that the aliens plan to destroy the Earth after taking all the people. I wonder why they'd take the people, though. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have to send the people back down to Earth and then stop the spaceships from blowing it up. Let's get going. Good idea. Approaching spaceship now. Okay, shrink down really small. Shrinking now. You fly up to the side of the ship and use a little laser to burn a hole through the side, just small enough to fly in. The spaceship then seals the hole behind so nobody can detect it using some sort of melting laser that welds the metal back together. You fly around the ship inside corridors until you find a giant room full of people, but all the people are asleep. You see robots swirling around monitoring them. 
In fact, the only thing moving on the spaceship seems to be robots. I wonder if this is entirely a robot spaceship. Scanning. It seems you are correct. This ship only has humans and robots. The robots seem to be intelligent. They are like me, says Spaceship. Ah, what do you think they're doing? I need to get to a computer to break into their system and see. I believe there is a command center in the following path. A map appears on your screen. You follow it through the halls, swinging around the ship, until you break into a huge room with lots of chairs and robots working away. There's a huge view screen where they're looking down at the earth. All you hear is They seem to communicate by using beeping sounds. Spaceship, can you translate those sounds? Trying to translate now. Translation complete. You should now hear what they are saying. You listen to the robots as they talk about their plan to blow up the Earth in order to save humanity? What? Why are they going to blow up the Earth to save humanity? You listen longer, and you discover that their plan is to save all of the people on Earth because it's about to be destroyed by a giant asteroid. They weren't going to use the weapons on Earth. They were going to use the weapons on the asteroid. They just evacuated Earth first to make sure that nobody would get hurt. I wonder then, should I really be stopping them? Maybe they're doing the right thing. Then you hear the robots talking again. You hear one of them say that it's time to go ahead with the mission. You decide to just watch instead of doing anything. You watch as the spaceships relocate into a big circle. They power up and each one fires a giant laser. Suddenly in front of you, you see a huge explosion. It blows up a huge asteroid that was headed straight for the Earth. Whoa. They then create a shield around them that blocks the Earth from all of the debris from the asteroids and burns them up into tiny dust particles. After that, the spaceships surround Earth again and start sending the people back down. You decide to leave. You sneak out of the spaceship and watch as all of the people are beamed back down to Earth. This is a very strange spaceship. Why would they be doing this? Who are these people? I don't know. We should find out somehow. How will we do that, you ask spaceship? 
We could stay aboard one of the ships and see where they go. I think we better do that. Maybe we'll need like a whole new race of robot aliens or something like that. Let's go. You fly the ship back inside one of the big command ships. And you sit and wait. You latch the ship onto the side and you watch. How long do you think this will take, spaceship? I don't know. I imagine it could take days or longer. I guess I better get some sleep or something then, you say. Maybe tomorrow we'll figure out where we are. Good idea, says the robot. Have a good night. You eat dinner at the table that brings up whatever food you can imagine. Then you watch some TV, play with some of the toys, and you get so tired your eyes start to feel heavy. You go and lay down on your bed. You pull the covers up over top of yourself. You close your eyes and you let yourself drift off to sleep. And now, if you're still not asleep, we're going to listen to episode six, The Alien Planet. The spaceship wakes you up in the morning. I believe we have arrived at the alien home world, says the spaceship. Oh, let's go see. You get up out of bed, stretch your arms, and run over to the command center. Your ship is still shrunken down, about the size of a fly, and invisible, hanging on to the walls of the spaceship as you go to see where their home world is. You take the controls and fly the ship off the wall and over to the view screen on the robot ship. You see a beautiful planet in front of you, incredibly green and full of water. It looks like Earth except more than half of the planet seems to be land with lots and lots of trees. As you get closer, the ship comes to a stop in orbit outside the planet. All the robots suddenly shut down and go to sleep. You fly down the corridors of the ship looking for an exit. The spaceship puts up a map leading you back to where you broke in. You search around the ship until you eventually find the tiny little hole. You use your laser to blast back through it, fly through to the other side, and again seal it up. Spaceship, become normal size but stay invisible, you say. Yes, changing. The spaceship grows and grows and grows, and suddenly the things outside it start to look smaller than they did before. You fly down towards the surface of the new planet. As you enter the atmosphere, there's a whole row of clouds, 
beautiful, huge, fluffy clouds. You fly through them and down towards the planet. The planet's covered in trees. You don't see buildings or really anything anywhere else. You fly around, searching for kind of anything you can see. And eventually, you come to a huge building in the middle of the forest. You land the spaceship right in front of the building. You open up the back hatch and walk out. The spaceship shrinks down and flies and lands right in your hand, and you put it in your pocket. You walk up a huge set of stone stairs. There's a lot of them. When you get up to the top, there's a gigantic entrance with a huge metal door. When you approach the door, something scans your body, beeps, and then the door opens. Inside is a black hallway with no light. You step in to see if you can see anything, and suddenly the lights in the hall turn on one by one, leading their way up a huge hallway. You follow the lights, and as you walk, more lights turn on in front of you, and the lights behind you turn off, always keeping it lit a little bit ahead and a little bit behind. You get to the end of the hallway, and you enter into a giant room. When you enter, two huge lights on the left and the right turn on. You walk forward, and you see what looks to be a gigantic television. What is this? What am I? What was that? Who's that? Suddenly, a picture appears on the television screen of a strange alien-looking head. I am a robot, says the screen. Who, where are all the living organisms? The only living organisms are plants now, says the computer. Why? What happened? There once were people, but they destroyed the planet. What? How did they do that? You ask. They did not take care of it, and eventually it could no longer support life. Oh, um, but there's lots of trees and stuff now. Yes, nature took back over once all the people were gone. Uh, how long ago was that? Thousands of years, says the robot.
Where did you come from then? You ask the giant robot screen. I was made by the people of this planet. When they left, I created an army of robots to make sure it does not happen to another species. Oh, you say. So you created all those giant spaceships and robots that stopped my planet from getting destroyed by an asteroid? Yes, says the robot. Thank you. Thank you so much. How can I repay you? No repayment is needed. Just be sure to take care of your planet. I will. I will take care of my planet. We have a gift for you. This is a special seed from our planet. It will grow a giant tree. Can you plant it on your planet? Uh, I can, but will it take over the whole world or something creepy like that? I mean, I don't want to create an invasive species. This tree only breeds a seed once every hundred years. You will not destroy the planet. Okay, thank you. I, I will plant it in my backyard when we get home. Thank you, says the robot. I guess I better go. Thanks again for saving my planet. You walk out of the temple, down the stairs, and say, Spaceship, get bigger again. We need to go home. The spaceship pops out of your pocket, flies in front of you, glows and grows bigger and bigger and bigger until it's its full size. It lands in front of you and the hatch at the back opens. You enter again, still amazed that the inside seems so much bigger than the outside. You walk to the control panel, pull back on the steering wheel, and press forward on the throttle and blast off and up through the clouds, up out of the atmosphere and into space. You see the beautiful green planet behind you. Wait, should we put a portal so we can get back if we want to? Good idea. I will send one now. The spaceship suddenly turns around and launches a portal out of a gun shooting straight at the planet. It lands gently on the planet and powers up. Perfect, now we can get back if we need to ask that robot any questions. Let's go home. The spaceship flies past the planet's moon and once everything is clear, it jumps into super hyperdrive. Zooming through space, you see the stars on either side flying by 
very, very quickly. You're getting a little bit tired, so you decide you may as well go to bed. You go and sit on the couch this time though, and start watching a little bit of TV. You lay your head down on a pillow sideways and pull a blanket over yourself. As you watch the TV, your eyes start to get really heavy. You let your eyes close, which feels so good. You let your face relax and your head drop down into the pillow and you allow yourself to drift off to sleep while listening to the gentle hum of the spaceship. You let the hum overtake all other things, just listening to it as you gently fall asleep. We'll see you tomorrow.